What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 185 for the week of May 30th. <laughs> I was close to say what t- like today was, but really it's for the week of Sunday. But today is Monday. May 30th, 2021. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in... Well, the man, the man in, I don't want to disappoint you because you know what happened to the Minnesota wild over the weekend. Oh, I do. So, um, the man in the ever beaming smile will, AKA I am Mr. May. I was going to make a comment on your hat, but I decided against it. So it's just a hockey hat. It's not wild. Yeah. But regardless, we know what happened. Um, they tried valiantly. I heard that there. Now this is just based off Twitter. I've heard that there is a dirty player on the Golden Knights. I mean, who was who was causing some dirty hits and shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was some shit. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but like the, he was yeah. Reeves. Reeves. That's it. You yeah. know him, all right? Yeah. <laughs> he has a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's their goon. Um, their and, goon. Yeah. And uh, there's a... We lost Johansson early in the series due to being checked into a goal post with no penalty called. Wow. We lost Brodeen. Um, Jewel Erickson Eck was out for a game, I believe, with injuries. They they beat the hell out of us. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, but yeah. That's um, unfortunate. We're... Let, let, Yes, I had high hopes for the Wild. Yeah. Knowing it's the first year of this new team. it The only way we can go is up. Yeah, really. Um, we have a young squad okay. that are now scoring goals at an alarming rate. Great. And a lot of them, it was good first playoff experience. Uh, I mean, coming back from 3-1 to force a game seven is huge. Now... Clutching in a game seven is different. The coach we went against has never lost a game seven, which is kind of crazy in his career. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, Seidel says, as an Oilers fan, trust me, you can always sink deeper. Yikes. Also, what's up, Silas? What's up, Tarkov? Rat. Uh, he says, can we look at the Halo Infinite Army that looks really goofy and kind of sad? What, what armor are you talking about? Uh, and then Dave, swords. That's the message. That's what I'm here for. One of our swords of Sagilios and with a 13th month resub. Thank you very much, Dave. Woo! Thanks, Dave. There it is. Don't don't worry. I'm not forgetting the woo for you, my friend. Never, never. So I have to ask you because, again, this is coming from somebody who doesn't pay attention to uh, the NHL. Mm-hmm. Was this the first round of the playoffs? It was for us, yeah. Or for everyone, yeah. Okay, so we still lost in the first round. Yeah, but this felt better. I don't because know. we made it to a game seven against arguably one of the best teams in the league. I mean, yeah. Are uh, they still one of the best teams in the league? Because I know that they they took the world by storm. I thought a year or two ago. Yes, the the Knights are very good. Okay. Um, we had their number all year too. Awesome. Um, they just were able to close things down in the playoffs. In certain games, they had more energy than us, which allowed them we had more dirty plays. I do believe we are the better team. Okay. Um, 
as, as myself as a coach, I would have made some adjustments to what we were doing. <laughs> backseat coaching. Backseat coaching, I get of it. course. I get it. Um, Flurry, their goaltender, is Hall of Fame, and he is he he kept them in it. Like awesome. Okay. So, well, I mean, this may sound stupid, but as somebody who doesn't know anything about hockey, but like to me, it feels as though your team is only as good as your goalie. It can be, yeah. Because if your goalie's not stopping shots, then what's the point? Like you're not you're not going to get in a fucking shootout. No way. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just what it seems like. If you're not if you're not able to stop shots, and you're not going to make it far. I'll say is this t- the this wild team showed great resilience coming back to Game Seven, um, being down key players, and you know th- we did lose what, like six to two in that last game. Yeah. But it was from, we had to, we had to go basically all in on offense at the end. And that caused breakdowns on the back end, sure. which allowed them to score. Sure. Well, if you're down by that big of a deficit, then you need to do something. Yeah. So we were down two to four in the third period. We pulled the goalie with like four minutes left and it just, yep. Not much to do. Not much to do. So, um, next year. There's next year. Yeah, there's always next year, especially always. with Minnesota sports. There's always next year. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that about the Minnesota Wild. Um, I'm glad that at least they kept things entertaining for the most part. You know, that that morning, V1 lost. In, they did. I'm wearing the shirt right you know, now. And that, when that happened, I'm like, it's a sign. <laughs> like, no. Minnesota sports are going down today. I mean, the Rocker won one of their matches. Oh, the rocker. Hey, it was a 3-1 against the Legion, and I know it's the, Le- the Legion. Didn't we get smoked by the Ravens after? No, we played against... We played against... Oh, fuck. Who was our first match? Our second match was against Paris, and we won. Our first match is stage four. Who the fuck did we play against? But we got smoked. That's all I remember. Optic Chicago? We Yeah, it was Optic Chicago. That's who it was. I think we got three owed by him. Typically, we'd save this to COD and other games watch, but I need to make mention of this. I'm pretty goddamn sure it was Optic Chicago. And we lost 3-0 to them. And um, who the fuck was it? Dashy was reporting issues in the SND where he was basically not able to play it. He was basically stuck in like the in the in the menu screen. Oh, so it's like he couldn't play the S and D and we still lost. Yeah. We got three out by optic and then three, one Paris. Yep. 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 So I will say this in that, in that Paris matchup, we cleaned up the hard point, but the S and D is very much lacking now. So it's like, we can't just fucking get that middle ground where we're decent on everything. It's like, you're either good at one thing and terrible at the other. What player are we subbing out next? That's, oh my God, dude. I don't fucking, you know, I was thinking about it all week too. It's my, my thought came back where, when is the coach held responsible? Like that's, I know we, we talked about it before where they're not, they're not talking to them during the game and whatnot. Like, I understand that. It's just, I always think like, when is the coach being held responsible? Because clearly something is just not working here. And I don't know if it's necessarily one player specifically. Yeah. Like, isn't the coach like supposed to hype them up and, and get them locked in for their match? Yeah. It, I just you feel know, like this isn't happening. I don't know. You know, we were excited for Priest to come here. 
Yeah. Well, he, I mean, the, he was on phase. On phase. Yeah. But. So was Major Maniac. He shined when the Tiny Tears opened that stuff for him. Oh, yeah. I think him having to step up and be that role. Like, he's playing AR now. So, like, Standy was supposed to be his sub. Yeah. I don't even know who our second sub is at this point. I mean, what do we have? Attach. Attach, yeah. I think so. So, they're supposed to be that entry. I feel like like Minnesota keeps picking up players that are good when they have great teammates. If that makes sense. Sure. They're not. They're, they're good. They, you know, obviously they're individually they're skilled. Otherwise they wouldn't be in the league. They wouldn't be fighting at this, at this level. Yeah. But it's just, it, it's, you're right. I just feel like the gelling isn't there. It's like, something feels off with the team. It, it's like when I'm going to, I'm going to relate this to myself right now. Do it. When Silos joins my games in Valorant, I get better stats because Silos is that much better than me that he's creating openings then other players start to rotate and then I catch people on the rotate or it creates better scenarios for us. Yeah. I feel like that's where Minnesota stuck is where they were all those secondary players who would find those openings once things started happening, but they now themselves have to make things happen and they're getting caught off guard a lot. It's why I always enjoyed playing with you guys. And then Silas and slim is because same thing from my perspective. And I'm, and I'm much lower on that totem pole. So being able to, like where we have entry strats leading into every type of situation, right? Yeah. And even if things don't go the way, it's like we still communicate and we're able to keep up that consistent communication and make things go as smoothly as possible. And it's the rock, the rocker just feel like they're not, I don't know. I, I think Standy was a good pickup. I really do because they're, you know, he, he has a higher ceiling. He, the only way he can get is better, right? True. It's, but man, it's just, we're going to talk about a couple other roster shakeups later on. The big one, a real big one later on that I still can't fucking believe, but that's besides the point. Uh, Dave says, our call are solid when we play. Absolutely. And that's the thing yeah. is that, I mean, with Valor, it's easily, it's like communication is one of the biggest things about that game. And if you're not, you're going to lose, but that's besides the point. Will, should we get on with what's on this episode of the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, on this episode of HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast, among other titles, uh, it's time to get hyped for Infinite again, not like we weren't already. Um, we have an announcement to make alongside our partners of Podcast Evolved that's going to be right at the beginning of the show. Orgs are coming in clutch for the competitive Halo community, and a big one at that, which we're going to talk about shortly in the show. And CDL roster shakeups never stop. They just never fucking stop. Well, I was, I was going to make mention I had the tweet in my mind but I held myself back because it honest to God when the one we're going to talk about later on in the show came up where a specific player got picked up and then benched basically immediately my my initial reaction was well I tweeted that they're fucking stupid basically for doing that but the other thing that came to my mind is that like they're this feels worse than Halo roster changes that happen like every week. Like yeah. this feels worse than that. And that's saying something. But I mean, I understand it. Teams want to always keep trying to improve and find things that work. But if you're not uh, trying to gel after a week or two, like what are you doing? Yeah. You can't. There's no way. I mean, Will, you said it. The, the only reason why Standy gave us success at the very beginning when he came in is because nobody knew who the fuck he was. 
But now that people understand the plays that he has, yes, he's easier to read. But that's when you dedicate time and make him a better teammate, right? You, you adapt. Exactly. You don't bring somebody in and a week later be like, well, this didn't fucking work out and then drop him with this win now mentality. Get that fucking out of here. I get you want to win now, but there's a point of trying to make your teammates gel together and give them more time to do so and not expect instant success because it's not going to happen. I blame this on the NBA. I thought you were going to blame it on Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers and winning a Super Bowl well, first that's just, year. That's part of it, too. Creating a super team. Creating super teams and yeah. dream teams. Everybody's looking for that. Right. And there's got to be something that breaks that up because it's, one, boring. I'm not going to lie. No, it is because it's just you have that expectation. Well, they're just going to run. They're going to run it through them. Yep. And then you get things like this where you have a all-star player picked up and then dropped because one thing maybe didn't click or you sure. know, you, instant success wasn't found. I honestly think there needs to be a esports players association that sorts out these contracts, gets things locked in, gets it like the NFL, where if you sign a two-year contract, yes, there's trades, but none of this just drop and pick up and, you know. Right. None of this. like. Well, they're being, they're being benched, Will. Yeah, but <laughs> you would have, like, did, was there a trade for Hook from N, uh, from Envy, but Dallas to Thieves? I don't know. Or was he just dropped from Dallas? It. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I did not see anything, and everybody can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I did not see anything where Dallas gave a reserve player or whatever yep. to. I mean, I I didn't see anything where, um, hundred thieves gave a reserve player or anything like that to Dallas. Yeah. So I don't know. And then, so yeah, I fully believe in a, in a player's association to dictate contracts. Cause you never want to see a player get screwed out of a contract to Absolutely. dictate these team moves, these trades, make sure everything's fair for everyone. And a little more regulation, not only betters the players, but betters the league. Absolutely. Yep. More regulation and not in a bad way, like not in a negative way. It's like yeah. what Will was saying, like better things for the players involved. Um, when you have a franchise league, I think that's just what you need. It, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Should we get on to... Let's do it. You don't even have to hit anything because what? first we're going to start off with is an announcement. announcement. Hit him with it. Well, you hit him with that fucking uh, drum roll. I like that. I haven't used that in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Throw it in there. Your announcement is podcast evolved and HCS pro talk E3 watch along stream. Extravaganza! I was kind of hoping for bonanza. Remember your podcast evolved <laughs> in HCS pro talk E3 watch along stream. Extravaganza bonanza. Ah, there we go. Was that better? Yes. I'll beautiful. even add this. Oh, bonanza. Bingo cards again, Dave? Yes, Dave. Bring on the bingo cards. We could probably throw a multiplayer in there this time because we just went straight story. We can. And you know what? I will eat my words live. Um, can I give you a piece of paper with your words on no, it? No, I don't want to eat paper. Damn it. I know. <sighs> okay. Can, do, we get, can we get a, hold uh, on. Like a, a can, pie that says my words? Hold on. I will... Well, okay, do I not have to actually eat the paper? Can I, like, put it in my mouth and chew it for a little bit and then spit it out? 
Can I do that? I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's no. the reason why. Here's the reason why. Because I was a firm believer. I was a firm believer. And frankly, I, st- I still technically am because I can't go back on it. Well, circumstances, 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 changes. circumstances have changed. Sure. They have now. Okay. So here, here's where I stood before. Well, and, and technically currently still stand. I'm a firm believer that E3, right. Is a trade show. Wh- that is not necessarily for the consumers, but for the retailers and the stockholders. It's right? shifting though, man. It is. It, it is, is shifting. shifting. It is shifting. It is shifting, especially with now with everything being online for this year and being technically open to all, right? Because it's all online. But yeah. just hear me out. Okay. Traditionally, right? Uh-huh. Tradition Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Traditionally, this is a this is supposed to be a trade show event for retailers, uh, shareholders, so on and so forth to to determine how much uh, of inventory that they want to order for a game when it releases, uh drum up pre-order hype to drive pre-orders and a produce marketing, so on and so forth. Okay. Therefore, typically at these type of trade show events in these, in these press conferences, unless the game is specifically made just with multiplayer, multiplayer demos don't typically go well. So go ahead. I'd like to counter that point with infinite being a free to play multiplayer. That is a revenue stream. That's going to be heavily hit upon. Sure. I'm talking traditionally. I'm talking now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> traditionally, like the the Battlefield Five event, right? Battlefield Five had a not necessarily a single player campaign, but it had like its missions, a mission structure. I yeah. guess you could say it has its scenarios. But the pull of a of a Battlefield game is its multiplayer. It's it's glo- like it's world scale multiplayer, right? Yeah. So that is obviously what they show. In terms of a Halo or a Call of Duty, because Call of Duty does the same thing, you don't see you don't see a multiplayer reveal in a press conference. That comes at a later time on their own dedicated channels with their own marketing. Like Call of Duty specifically, they do a campaign reveal during the E3 press conference, typically Microsoft. Um uh besides the years that they did the, the uh, PlayStation partnership or whatever the fuck, but a month maybe down the line or a couple months down the line, they would market that this day, multi global multiplayer reveal this time on this stream. Right? Yeah. So traditionally that is what happens, but I agree. I agree with you all joking aside. It's, it seems that tides are changing. Yeah. And therefore, with the graphic that we've been given from Microsoft, which we're going to talk about later on in the show too, with the graphic that we've been giving, it appears as though that quote unquote reach style customization is being shown off in the graphic. And when you see that reach style customization, you're not thinking of campaign anymore. Yeah. So the question now is, are we going to see multiplayer at this reveal? But let's talk about the announcement first, and then we'll get on to the actual stuff. Because next week, Will, next week is going to be our prediction show. Okay? So obviously you can give predictions now, but our prediction show is going to be next week. I'm always wrong, Because that's a week before the event. You need to stop predicting, because I'm always wrong. Um, 
Silo says, what if this rumored giant multiplayer mode is shown off? It's as revolutionary as it's rumored to be. This could be an E3 showcase moment. Are you talking about like the, the new, like BTB, what they're marketing, what, what they're marketing. They're not marketing it. They're like what the, what the rumor is. Um, every October is a new COD, but we saw only four people, maybe co-op spec ops 2.0. Jesus Christ. So says, yeah, yeah. I've been hearing about that, that BTB stuff too. I have no idea. It, it could be, it could be really fucking cool. As long as they don't do the Warzone fucking treatment, I'm okay. Is I think it'd be awesome. If, if, if Halo did the battlefield thing where they did 64 player servers or whatever it may be, Ooh. I know that's what I'm saying, right? It's like the, the, the rumor is, is that this is a much larger scale BTB. I mean, it would make sense if it's like an actual war zone, right? Like not just war zone. But so a battle royale. Battle. Let me let me talk to you about a battle royale. No, get off the battle royale. <laughs> the only BR they're working on is the battle, battle rifle. rifle. Damn it! Oh my god, um, I'm out of pop. I am too. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab one here shortly, but. Uh, Silo says, I mean, there's nothing really behind the rumor, but the new take on Warzone that I assume they're doing might be big. So I thought I, I honest to God have seen rumors around that BTB is being revamped for something much bigger. That's what I've been seeing. But, but yeah, so like, I think it would be cooler. It would be. If you have like the vehicles that start at the back, yep. like normal. Yep. You don't have to use wrecks to get your vehicles. And it's no. just head to head on normal. Well, not well. What would be normal maps, but larger? I think that yeah. I think the the reasoning is because Infinite is a it's Infinite is not an open world game. It's like an open world esque type experience. Yeah, it has its areas that are right. open, but it's still a bit linear. Right, you can decide different ways to tackle things. But so the question is, do they take parts of that quote unquote open world and make that into the large scale multiplayer experience. I mean, if you think about it, you're going to be on as what we've seen broken sections of ring. Correct. So one broken section could be a map. Could be. Yep. Very with, well. Could with be 30 people on each side. Um, yeah. Silos. So if you have a link to what you're mentioning, I'd love to see you said link, because like I said, the things that I've seen, and this was a while ago, this isn't something like in the past week or two, but like a while ago, I remember seeing talks about a revamped BTB. And a large scale BTB. So not necessarily war zone, but like just big team battle, but bigger. Right? Um the announcement, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Shows all over the place already. Sidetrack, 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 sidetrack. So let's you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna redo this. The podcast evolved in HTS Pro Talk E3 watch long stream extravaganza bonanza with bingo cards better yes all right so Oren tetra of podcast evolved will be joining us for the hcs pro talk e3 watch along on this channel twitch.tv forward slash hcs pro talk right here right here and on june 13th 2021 so two weeks from yesterday two weeks god we're only, we're less than two weeks away holy moly oh. uh we're gonna have a live Microsoft and Bethesda because Bethesda is included because they, they are now owned by Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft press conference, watch along and reaction. Obviously there's Tetra. Yo, what's up, Oren? How's it going? Um, so yeah, over on our channel, twitch.tv forward slash HCS pro talk. 
Stream going to start approximately 9.30 a.m. Pacific time, which is 12.30 p.m. Eastern time, which is 11.30 a.m. Central time, which is 5.30 p.m. BST. So like a half hour pre-show, I guess you could say. And then we're going to lead right into it. For those across the pond. Yes. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a fucking fun time. But that's not all. Because, but wait, there's more. Um, Silo says, you guys are magic. Every time you mention somebody, they pop up on stream. It's, we can summon people. If I don't know if you guys have seen the latest, not the latest, because this is like a week old, a week or two old at this point. But uh, John Oliver posts last week tonight segments on YouTube. Last week tonight is John Oliver's news show on HBO. Um, and one of the recent segments, he was like, somebody was talking about snapping your fingers and somebody just popping up. And he would snap his fingers and George and uh, uh, George Clooney would pop up. And he, he literally like they 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 got it so where like they would call George Clooney to just pop up and oh, yeah. like, they'd literally be talking to each other. It's funny, funny as fuck. All right, see you later, Dave. Um, so not only is our stream taking place, but the other members of the podcast Evolve crew are also doing a live conference watch along and reaction over at twitch.tv forward slash Conan XD K O N A N X D. Go check that out as well. Same times, but that's not all. We're not done yet because there are also going to be post conference live shows on discord. There's going to be a red team and a blue team stream. Well, discord. Red team, which is not us, we're not on there, but it's the most of the podcast evolved folks. That's taking place at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. BST. So 2 p.m. Eastern, I mean, 2 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Central. So basically right after the press conference takes place because it's going to be 90 minutes. We're going to talk about later. Okay. Oh, Conan XD underscore. Don't forget the underscore. You didn't include it in the graphic. Uh Oh, so when you asked if anything needs to be changed, motherfucker, a fucking underscore needs to be added to the link. Unless it doesn't. No, it's Conan XD underscore. Will's trying to type it in right now and see if we can actually navigate there. It is. Un- yep. Yeah, Tetra, you fucked up. Coming at me. God. So, the podcast Evolve crew are going to be doing their own press conference watch log and reaction over at twitch.tv forward slash Conan XD underscore. That's K O N A N X D underscore. Fuck. <laughs> And we got there. We we'll, did. We'll find it. So the post-conference live shows on Discord. Red team is taking place at, again, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Blue team. Tetris says, I need to talk with Tom. He deleted it. Well, yeah, Tom needs a stern talking to. What the fuck did you just do? You know, you know sometimes keys just fall out of your pocket. <laughs> You dropped. I thought you like, like shoved something off the table. 
I mean, I, I can do that. Christ. No, please don't. Please don't. I mean, it's your, uh, you have a case on it. Go ahead. And it's carpeted floor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. We're really all over the place right now. Oh my God. Okay. And then the blue team post-conference live show, which we will be on along with the remainder of the podcast evolved crew. Yes. We're going to be on a post show motherfuckers. This is going to be at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central. So fucking be sure to, to tune in. It's going to be a fun time. If you want to hear me get excited and rant even more, it'll be a fun time for everybody involved. You know what I can't wait to happen? Huh? The podcast Evolve crew are going to have us on, and then they're going to think to themselves, we're never going to do this ever again with them. We're done. <laughs> Oren's going to join our show. And he's like, this is going to be so exciting. It's going to be so much fun. And then I'm going to say, I'll say like, I'll scream once. And he's like, I'm out guys. Peace <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm so fucking jazzed, man. Uh, you guys can stream it on the Twitch channel too. Oh, sweet. Fuck you. All right. Awesome. I'm genuinely excited though. We're, we're less than two fucking weeks away, but we're going to talk about that later on in the goddamn show. So there's our announcement. We're super excited. It's going to be a great time. But without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive goddamn news. A new org looking to join, Will? This is by Space Station Gaming. And if you, if this sounds like deja vu, it's because it should. Uh, because we basically already talked about this months ago. Um, so Space Station Gaming recently tweeted out and they said, thinking of picking up a new team, what game and players should we be looking at? Obviously, Halo Infinite, motherfuckers, you literally hired Elamite. Yep. So if you don't, you done did fucked up. Thanks. Do you see the beef between Elamite and Penn Halo on Twitter? No. Oh my God. Some stupid shit happening over there. Also the fucking drama, like the fucking shit between the fucking Keemstar and lethal. What the fuck is happening, man? I didn't, Oh my God. Keemstar is like the most irrelevant piece of shit on the internet. Like I can't, I just can't even fucking fathom. <sighs> okay. Next news story. Statistics for the halo reach event of DJ blue PDX's Griffball summer series presented by DreamHack and powered by PlayGriffball.com. This is by play Griffball. It's a Google doc. Check it out in our Google doc of the show notes of the show exclamation point show notes in the chat. You're welcome. Oren sent us a photo. He said, this was a previous draft. LOL. That motherfucker had the underscore in the previous draft. Anyway. Well, like I said, Tom needs a stern talking to, um, Love you, Tom. Just giving you shit, right? Next announcement. Tempered Chaos Tournament has been delayed. It's about Tempered Chaos in these states. Important! Due to the minimal number of teams registered, this tournament is officially postponed. Look for a reschedule in the coming weeks. Thanks for all that signed up. I look forward to all the others that join up. Questions? Reach out on uh, their Discord. Next up, 
Play Griff Ball Halo 3 Draft Tournament signups are now open. This is by Play Griff Ball. Signups are officially open for the DJ Blue PDX's Griff Ball Summer Series presented by DreamHack and powered by PlayGriffBall.com. The third event will also be in a run in a draft format, but this time it'll be played on Halo 3 and take place on June 26th. This is a $600 prize pool for each event, $400 for first and $200 for second. You can sign up at the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Signups will run for two weeks and close on June 12th. Sign the fuck up! Rainbow Road Tournament Date Updates. This is by Blue Team Tournaments. Over on Twitter, and I quote, Announcement! The tournament dates for Halo 2 Classic and Halo 2 Anniversary have been changed due to scheduling conflicts. The new dates are posted below and can be found in their Discord as well. For Halo 2 Classic, qualifier number one will take place on June 6th. The second qualifier will take place on June 13th. And the championship will take place on June 27th. Halo 2 Anniversary, the first qualifier on July 11th, the second qualifier on July 18th, and the championship taking place on July 25th. If there are any questions or concerns, please leave a DM or a message in their Discord. Shyway is looking for feedback, Will. This is by Shyway. And he asks, hypothetically speaking, let's say I was to host a live structured debate to answer the question, which Halo has the highest skill gap? If I represent Halo 5, this being Shyway, who would you put forward as a knowledgeable, well-spoken representative of Halo CE, 2, 3, Reach, and 4? Realistically, for the sake of time and organization, the fewer games here, the better. I admitted a Halo 2 anniversary from the discussion. Anyone think a good cause, a good case can be made for a Reach and Halo 4 here? Well, Will, do you think a good case can be made for Halo 4? No. So I saw something really funny. Like, the only person I can think of is Monza because she's literally held tournaments in the space. But uh, Kratos, the guy everybody loves to hate, uh, responded, I think, with the answer. Like, I think he said, like, the answer has to be Halo Reach. Guys, think about it. Every event had Bloom except the last one. <laughs> think how shitty that is. Every Reach event but the last one had fucking Bloom. Holy moly. Oh... Silas says, high skill gap debates are so flipping boring. Just say fucking, Silas, all right? You're not going to get banned. Just say it. Get that flipping shit out of here. God. I'm not going swimming with flippers right now, all right? I'm fucking swimming. Maybe he <laughs> wants to use flipping, okay? Let the man be. I'm fucking swimming. All right. Uh, Maddie, I didn't include this, but Maddie also... Um, I wanted to censor myself for the heavy rainfalls in the chat. Well, he's gone right now. He's going out to dinner. You're good. But regard, uh, seriously though, Maddie replied, I believe. And he said, uh, maybe the word debate wouldn't be the correct one to use in this scenario, but more just like a general discussion. So, but that's, uh, he's getting to like, he wants a structured debate. Oh, I know. I know. But like, there was a whole, there was a whole conversation after that. I was just, were, were you like? Simple information, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like people are going to be, I can see it going both ways, right? I can see there being a, a, a civil discussion because depending upon the representatives you pick, they're going to be, they should be civil, but I'm just worried that they're going to be too stuck in their ways to not see somebody else's point of view. Well, like, that's not like if you, if you, if you look at a structure, like a real structured debate, you don't have to believe in the issue. 
you just have to argue the points. Right. Yeah. And which I think Halo Five has the besides the the, the problem is is then you get into the mechanics of the game, right? Like yeah. the heavy aim, the shots not registering, things like that. I was worried that we were gonna get into this debate <laughs> by bringing this up. I'm just gonna agree with you for the sake of agreeing with you that Halo Five is the highest skill skill gap. Because I genuinely do think that. This has come from somebody who watched a shit ton of two and three. And Reach is just no. No bloom, no sprint. That's a different kind of conversation. But regardless, I think with the amount of complexity that Halo 5 has to offer, I think Halo 5 has the highest skill gap. Okay. There's Jesus Christ. There's Maddie. Look at that. I spoke his name into existence and he appears in the fucking chat. I just think genuinely, I think Maddie even said this is that he's here all the time. He's just lurking. Yeah. So I, I, but Hey, I still summon him. So says, I mean, historically, the most popular Halos have been the ones that were considered to have the highest skill gap because the Halo community is obsessed with saying their game is harder than every other game. Maddie says, I am. I've been exposed. It's okay, Maddie. Just get your fucking merch here and everything's going to be okay. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, if, if Shywood wants to hold this, I'm I, obviously I, it's more Halo content. So I'm, I'm all for that. Um, People put some good replies in the chat as to who, in the discussion as to who they think would be good representatives for their specific game. Um, and like I said, I, I genuinely think Monza would be a good Halo 4 ambassador considering that she's literally put events on herself um, with Halo 4. So she has a deeper understanding of that. And yes, we all love to joke that Halo 4 is not a competitive game. And I've said it multiple times. I don't think Halo 4 is a very competitive Halo game, but I think it'd be good just for the overall discussion, just to have a little piece of that in there. So, um, for reach though, reach would be difficult based off of Kratos' statement that I thought was genuinely funny and also sad, but that's besides the point. Europa Halo is also looking for feedback. This is by Europa Halo on Twitter. And I quote, as we move into our break period and continue preparation for Halo infinite, we would like to see, uh, what would you like to see next at Europa Halo? If you want to get involved working with Europa Halo, admin, casting, content, etc., please do get in touch with us. DMs are open. So yeah, reach out to them if you're interested. I'm excited for what they do in the future. The 2v2 and the 4v4 Summer Series have been phenomenal. Which Will's going to talk about the championship and the 4v4 later on in the show. Next up, the GT Halo Sniper Showdown is happening tonight, literally right now. This is by GT Halo. The hashtag GTH Sniper Showdown is happening tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time, which is, like I said, literally right now. Which one of these Halo streamers will claim the sniping crown? Tune in for your chance to win community prizes. Get those extra tabs open. Each participating player will be giving away five Sub-Zero Sniper exclusive nameplates on their own streams. Those participating include Bittersweet, Fronter Bumper, Flazen, Burton, it's Moniz, K Mattify, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Cody transferred, and the man himself, Martin Ohms, Voodoo Man, he is actually going to compete in this. So, there you go. Watch Martin rip some fucking faces off. All right, Will, the big one. Yep. Sentinels announce. Halo 5 send off tournament. This is by Sentinels Noobcombo.com and an update from Tashi. 
So from Sentinel's Twitter, they state, It's time for a proper goodbye, Spartans. Introducing the Halo 5 send-off tournament. Eight teams will battle for $30,000 in a two-day event beginning on June 5th. Four teams will earn their shot to face our invited squads. Are you ready to finish the fight? You can sign up at the link included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. And then from NoobCombo.com, the eSports org with the best team currently, maybe of all time, in Halo, Sentinels, have announced the $30,000 Halo 5 send-off tournament. The event will be a two-day open 4v4 tournament with a 32-team cap. Those teams will compete in a double elimination bracket on Saturday, June 5th, and the top four teams will advance to Championship Sunday, where they'll compete in an eight-team double elimination bracket. Who are the other four teams, you ask? Waiting for them will be Sentinels, Cloud9, Inconceivable, and Envy. The tournament is restricted to residents of the United States and Canada only. We recommend registering your team now before the cap is hit, and below you can find the prize pool breakdown. First is 12,000, second with 6,000, third 4,500, fourth of 3,000, fifth, sixth, take home 1,500 apiece, and seventh, eighth, take home $750 apiece. But there's an update from Tashi. He states, we're opening it up to players from Mexico as well. Maddie in the chat getting ahead of himself because I literally said there was an update from Tashi before we started the story. Thank you. Motherfucker acts like I don't do my due to fucking diligence on this show. I do. We know what I'm genuinely, I'm just giving shit to Maddie and we talk about it all the time. It's just being shit given, be, being given to Maddie. I love Maddie. We all know that. So don't think I hate Maddie because I don't. I love him. What I'm concerned about or genuinely curious about is that why wasn't EU invited if Mexico was invited, nothing against the Mexican halo players because they are phenomenal in their own right. But even with servers, like I'm just, I'm just wondering why EU wasn't invited considering cartel are so strong. I, I honestly feel like it is a connection issue. I feel like it could be too. It's but at the same time, that's why I'm like, well, are, are the Mexican Halo players that live in Mexico, are they connecting to where are they? Is there a Mexican server or are they connecting to Dallas? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. Personally, don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Um, either way, congratulations. Uh, Sentinels, I think that sounds fucking awesome. A $30,000 prize pool is amazing as well. And um, we're going to talk about another organization's tournament that took place over the weekend, which Will's going to be talking about in the recaps later on in the show, which is really cool to see too. So I think it's fucking awesome, but that's it. Will for the competitive news, your upcoming turns of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Make sure you check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. But no merch. On Saturday, June 5th, we have the TNT. Because it's TNT! Dynamite! DMCA! And I'll lose the fight! Halo 3! Hardcore 2's! Drafter D! You're gonna lose! 
on Sunday, June 6th. We have the Sentinels Halo 5 send-off, which is also taking place on the 5th. That's when the Open Tournament takes place. And then the Blue Team Tournament's Halo 2 free-for-all qualifier number one. Exciting stuff ahead. That's it for upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs without merch. Will, without further ado, would you mind running us through the tournament league recaps of the past week? Yes. We had the Halo Cliptrocity April results. In third place was, I'm going to go with Alec. Second was Dark Boss. And first went to Slade. Very nice. Next up, Pen Halo, Halo 3. 2v2, number two, results. Number two. In fourth place, we had gatekeepers, known as Phenom and Employee. Third went to Abagotes, uh, Cowdy and Abature. Second went to Ryan Noob, which was Rain and Ryan Noob. And first went to GMS, Catastrophe and Fantasy. Next up, the blue team tournaments uh, and Click Gaming Halo CE FFA Championship results. In fourth place, we had VDT um, Nake. Third went to Stick Fitty. Second went to LGD Hellboy. And first went to King Nick, of course, taking it home. Next up, Envy, Halo 5's Invitational Results in 4th place, Boobadoobo and Septify. 3rd went to Snakebite and Frosty. 2nd, Trippy and Saiyan. 1st, Stellar and Renegade. Couple more here. EGL in Europa Halo, Halo 5, 4v4 Spring Series Finals. Doesn't matter. Which one do you want? I'll take that one. I don't know what it is, but I'll take it. It's the Major Melon one. Okay, cool. <laughs> Again, the EGL and Europa Halo Halo 544 Spring Series Finals results. In fourth place, we had Dave's immediate, and then it cuts off in the graphic, but I think it's family. Um, that was Shiesty, Scarcity, Fireboy, and Batchford. Third went to what, uh, Kalsari Comet. I don't know what it is, but it's Tommy the Krogan, Sanart, Theroux, and Sticka. Second went to... Do-reg activity. It was Marine, Mista, Outcast, and Looney. First went to Cartel 4, Shady, Jimbo, SLG, and Legend. I was just trying to be a hospitable uh, host. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you, you said you were out of pop. I said I was out of pop. And I said, I'm going to go get one soon. So when you're running through results, I'm like, I'm going to fucking get you a goddamn pop. And so I interrupted the show to <laughs> ask which one you want. <laughs> you know. Last but not least, Esports Arena Halo 5 4 before results. In third place, we had Super CC, Commonly, Arctic, and Sabinator under the team name Flyers. Third went to Demon Time, Bound, Boobadoobo, Falcated, and Septify. Set that was awesome. First went to Envy 9, Renegade, Pistola, Trippy, and Penguin. So, yes, Pistola is competing again and winning. And, and and fucking winning. But then again, when you have, I mean, when you have Renegade who literally hasn't stopped playing Halo 5 on your team, nah, your it was chances all, it are was pretty good. All pistol. I was seeing, like, it's so funny. Honestly, what do you think? This has this, like, bubblegum watermelon flavor to it. Oh, is that a good or a bad thing? It's okay. Okay. All right. It's just, yeah. 
He. <laughs> For those who are wondering, I just hit my glasses on my mic. Uh, and that's why Josh is cracking it's, up. It's, it's, I've done the same thing. It's just the most awkward thing in the world. Because like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Um, depth perception's a bitch. But uh, no, what I was going to say, it's, it's crazy watching, um, like tuning into Pistola's streams and watching him compete again. It's genuinely crazy to see how he he really it feels like he hasn't really missed a beat. And his play style is still that he's a wizard at staying he's the wizard. He's he's amazing at staying alive. And like you see him just dipsy doodle a lot of situations and you're like, God, it's like he hasn't missed a beat. It's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I, I love seeing him back. It's it's and he's one of the he's one of the most positive like beacons in this community too. So seeing him come back and streaming a little bit more and watching him compete again, it's just, it, it just brings the warm and fuzzies back. So it makes, it makes me feel as though I know Halo's always been there, but it kind of feels like Halo's back in a little bit of a sense. It's just, it's just nice to have him. And we always knew he was going to be competing on the NB roster anyway, but it's just, it again, it's just really nice to see him back. Halo five is still happening. So it's great. This I'm I'm reading into this more than I should. Uh-oh. But it makes me think we're getting some sort of multiplayer after June 13th. You like the, and everyone else. Like the pros got tipped off. They're getting into it. Envy, back. Envy and Sentinels are putting on events. Yep. It feels like there's something coming soon. And that's me just speculating and hoping. And I'm, But I am hoping we get it. I wonder if... Uh, because we know... We know that the <clears throat> well actually fuck it will let's get into some regular news okay join us sunday june 13th for the xbox and bethesda game showcase this is by aaron greenberg general manager of xbox game marketing today we're thrilled to announce the xbox and bethesda game showcase will stream on sunday june 13th at 10 a.m pacific time the show will be focused on games from xbox game studios bethesda and many game creators from our partners around the world You've told us how excited you are about welcoming Bethesda into the Xbox family, so we know you're going to want a front row seat to the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, a 90-minute show packed with everything you want to know about the epic gaming lineup coming out of this partnership, the incredible games coming to Xbox this holiday, upcoming releases on Xbox Game Pass, and more. You'll be able to watch the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase in a variety of ways, be sure to visit any of the links below before the show starts. In other words, twitch.tv forward slash HCSProTalk. We miss being able to see our fans to celebrate in person, so we'll be hosting a digital Xbox Fan Fest this year. Sign up as an Xbox Fan Fest fan at xbox.com slash fanfest to learn more. What a fucking sentence that was. Mark your calendars for Sunday, June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and we'll see you there. In other words, noon central. In other words, 11.30 a.m. central here at twitch.tv forward slash hcsproton. So the reason why I just wanted to get right into the news is because I wanted to lead off with this, right? And so you mentioning, we're going to have a prediction show next week. So this is like a little bit of leading into that. But you you said you may be reading into this a little too much, but you can't help but feel as though we're going to see it. We're going to have a multiplayer um, announcement as in like flighting or something like that happening very shortly after this presentation. Yep. Okay. A lot of people that I've read online 
are feeling the same way. And honestly, I can't help but feel a little bit like that too. Um, now I don't know. I don't know necessarily if the players have been tipped off because, um, now obviously they can't talk about it if they had been right. Mm -hmm. Because that'd be under NDA. Yep. But one of them, I forgot exactly who, but, uh, I think it was super CC or something tweeted out once the, once that picture got revealed, right. For the showcase. And it had the customized Spartans on there. Yep. Super CC, I think put out there like, um, I think he said something along the lines of, I, I, um, we're going to just wait. We're going to get a infinite beta or whatever announcement shortly. Like we're going to get it or whatever. And one of the actual pros, I forgot who it was, but one of the pros says reading a little too much into this, are we? So, and again, this was a pro player on one of these, one of these organizations. Sure. But again, they can't talk about if they had seen it because they'd be under NDA. Well, so I don't know. I also the, though, the orgs, the orgs had to have heard because Tashi has stated that he and the HCS team are working closely with the organizations. Yeah, because they need to know when the game's coming out, when things are coming. Exactly. When events are probably going to be taking place, the, the precautions that need to be taking place there too. Who's going to be in charge? Blah, 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 blah. The, 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 the logistics of it, right? They need to be aware. Mm -hmm. So I bet they have been informed. It's just... I, I'm with you where I also can't help but feel this graphic really, really seems like we're going to get something multiplayer related at this reveal. Well, right. You have the, the graphic for the reveal literally has different armors. Yes. When the story we know is master chief. Yes. And one of them like is Emil's armor from reach. And they did say that this is reach level customization. Yeah. And it looks like maybe some weapon skins or at least banished yes. weapons. Yep. It did look like weapon skins were involved too, or uh, coatings, coatings, weapon coatings. <laughs> whatever no, genuinely it did look fuck like. you want to call them um so yeah i do believe we're going to see something to that effect so i'm wondering then and again prediction show next week i'm wondering then if whether or not we get a date for flighting to start or if we get a mention from who's ever conducting the the showcase mm. like the 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 halo portion of the showcase uh if you haven't heard of our insider program, you're going to want to make sure you're signed up for that. Right? Like, I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to give dates or if they're just going to give a blanket statement of make sure you do that as in this fucker's coming soon, but we can't say it's coming soon because we don't have a date locked in yet because of bugs. Like, I don't know. Sure. Don't get me wrong. I'd sure. love, I would love if they came out and just, like I said, eat my words because I genuinely thought that they wouldn't show anything but campaign footage, a new snippet, not the same thing, but a new snippet. We do need to see the fixes and changes they've made. So there has to be at least some campaign. Right. And I don't think that they show the same portion. Maybe they show snippets from said portion, like in a, in a vignette to show, like just to give a glimpse is like, Hey, we did fix this for you. Yeah. But moving on. But based off that graphic, it really does seem like we're getting multiplayer at this point. And like I said, I'll eat my words because I genuinely thought that we're not. 
I thought this was not the place for it. I thought we'd have a separate stream for it. But hey, if we get it now, I'm all for it, obviously, and I'd love to be wrong. Yeah. So we, we'll dive we'll dive deeper next week for sure. Um. Okay, before we move on, is there anything else you want to add to this before we move on? No. Okay. So with the June event taking place rapidly, like it's coming up rapidly here, less than two weeks to go, blog posts are getting delayed. So both the Inside Infinite May blog post and the Designing the Halo Esports Ecosystem May blog post are being delayed. Uh, First is by Sketch, second's by Tashi. So Sketch states, heads up with this event right around the corner. We're shifting this week's Inside Infinite blog with the Waypoint team to next month. Looking forward to June 13th. And then Tashi uh, retweeted it and stated, same goes for the Esports Ecosystem blog as well. We'll talk more after the big event. So, okay. All right. Less shit for me to look into. The MCC development of flighting updates is by Postums. In good news, there's not a lot of problems that require significant changes ahead of Season 7. The team's focus has been around planning for future content updates, bug fixes across the collection, and continuing work on the custom game browser. We're also continuing to investigate additional modding tools and looking at more ways to bring games in the collection in closer parity with the original releases. CE. The sheer amount of feedback we've received in the past month has been encouraging. While not something new... We've been working even harder to get this feedback into real changes in game. As time goes on, we'll be able to share what changes players can expect to see. But for now, know that we are listening closely to what players are telling us and focusing on making very impactful bug fixes across the board. So for feedback loops, continuing for Halo Insiders, we're requesting some feedback around our flights all up for MCC. We're looking to hear from players uh, on some of our most recent flights. If you'd like to share with us why you may have not participated much or at all, We'd greatly appreciate it. We have two dedicated feedback threads where you can drop in and let us know a few things. Leave feedback for us over on Reddit or on Halo Waypoint. And finally, on the horizon. It's almost summer, which means sunshine, Sundays, and, at least here in Washington, still enough rain to keep things interesting. It's also a great time to be celebrating our community. So when you log into MCC anytime in June, you unlock the Unity nameplate and find it in your inventory. So there you go. And Will, that's it for the regular news. It's time for COD, another games watch. All right, let's get the big fucker out of the way first, shall we? CDL roster shakeups continue. I was, I said many, but we're just going to say by the LA Thieves because uh, they fucked up. The LA Thieves, their roster for stage four, at least right now, is Kenny Draza. Venom and who TJ Halley. Um, now I know things have rapidly happened over the past couple weeks, two or three weeks. Right. I, I understand a lot of changes have taken place in a really short amount of time, but in case you missed it, uh, hook was was traded to the LA thieves. Um, and then he got benched right the fuck away. Will and I talked about it basically at the beginning of the show. And frankly, I just don't fucking get it. And I think it was like, like I said in the tweet, I get 
the win now mentality. What are you doing? Uh, there was a code that was given out that I forgot to redeem for Valorant. That is not the website you need to be at. I know. Uh, it's in our Discord if you want to check that out. Silas posted in the Valorant channel. <laughs> um, it ends soon. Uh, I think they got rid of the. I think they got rid of the expiration date because of the server issues that they. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. I can wait then. No, but I mean, by all means, try to try to redeem it. The funny thing is, is that I, uh, I was having a lot of server issues. It's the duality one right there. The funny thing is, is that I was having server issues as well. And my request timed out every time, but I still got it. So like I logged into the game and it was there and I equipped it. So don't be discouraged if it's not up. Um, but yeah, they fucking benched hook like what? Two weeks after they picked him up. Yeah. Guys, slasher. All right, dude. I am not a professional Call of Duty player. I'm not a professional Call of Duty coach. I am not well-versed in the Call of Duty scene. But I do know Hook. We talk about Halo all the time. Uh, Sometimes our show doesn't feel like it, but we do. (laughs) Uh, And we we talk about Call of Duty uh, a little bit more frequently now as well with the CDL. Um, And uh, I don't know if you, you knew this, but uh, Hook's a world champion. Um, just on that last team that that he was on with the Dallas Empire, and it's it's kind of crazy to me. He was he was probably he was arguably their best player next to Shotzi that year. I'd say realistically speaking, um, and they benched him. So Slasher, you're the coach, man. I get it. Uh, and also, you know what's really fucking funny about this? Hmm. The Call of Duty League put out a video like shortly after the benching happened of slasher coaching the LA thieves. And that video was recorded before the benching took place. So Hook was there. Oh yeah. It was funny as fuck. All the replies were like, this is the worst timing ever. Ridiculous. Yep. Um, Silas says Valor code still isn't working. They said they're extending it. Yep. And Silas, like I said, uh, I was getting time server timeouts every time I tried to redeem it but I still was able to redeem it. Like it still went through and I had it in game and I equipped it. So don't be discouraged. If you get that log in, see if you have it, if you're able to see, I can't even get on the site right now. Yeah. I had to continually try. I got, I got in and this, the screen that showed up was sign in or create an account. If you didn't already have a ride account, I signed in and it's like, type in your code. I typed in the code. And then every time I would do that, it said bad gateway error. But I, but like I said, one of them went through, but I still got the error, but whatever. All right. So they bench hook and my message to slasher is I get slasher. You and me, you to me right now. Okay. (laughs) You'll probably never see this. And like I said, I am not a professional call of duty coach. You probably know a shit ton more than I ever will, but why, why'd you do it? Whose major decision was this? You bench one of the arguably the greatest players. I mean, not even arguably he is one of the greatest players in the world. He literally won worlds last year and you bench him a week or two after picking him up because it didn't work right away. What the fuck? 
Why? That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like I get, and I said it before, I get the win now mentality. I understand that. You want to win now. I completely get that. That's why NFL rosters set up their rosters the way they do. It's why the NBA creates super teams because they want to win now. I understand that. But even the Brooklyn Nets are poor defensively. Even the Brooklyn Nets have bad games. And they have a super team. Even the Lakers have bad games. And they arguably have a super team. As long as LeBron and Kate and uh, AD are healthy. That is. You see, even super teams have off days. Off weeks. But you don't bench one of the best players in the fucking game after it doesn't work out for a little bit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? My mind... If there was a way that your mind could literally be blown from something besides a fucking weapon, that would be it. You don't see... He's one of the best players in the world. And you benched him. After a poor couple weeks. I don't like that at all. I just don't. I think that's, I think that's lazy. I think that's, I don't know if it's poor. Again, I've said it before. I don't know if it's poor coaching. Okay. So slasher this is just everybody. LA thieves. Like I'm not trying to blame here, especially slasher, because frankly, I don't know if he had anything to do with it. But the fact of the matter is it's like from the outside looking in, this looks like one of the dumbest decisions I've seen in esports. You f- what? I just, wow. Just wow. How much did they spend on him? Do you think that could be an issue that they took on his contract and it's too big for them? I mean, he he's still on the roster. He's benched. There might you be, have to pay him. There might be a difference for being. There could be. We don't what, because what, we don't know the in, yeah we don't know the what, intricacies of yeah, the contract. What slot you're in might make a difference. Sure, I don't know. We don't know. It's just it's it seems like the biggest mistake though that I've that I can imagine be, because like we talked about with Standy on the rocker, like yeah you can pick up a fucking a young stud, have a good couple weeks, and then fall apart again, or you could bring back TJ. Who's not a bad player. He's not. But is he better than Hook? I think he talked about, I think the reasoning was like the team chemistry or something. Yeah. And again, that, that gets back to that win now mentality. But guys. Oh my God. To me, from the outside looking in, it feels like you're not even trying. That's honestly what it feels like. But like I said, I, I more than likely don't know this, a backseat coaching situation where I just don't know them like they do. They work with them every day. I don't. It's just from the outside looking, this looks like a piss poor decision. But Hey, if you do well, again, eating my fucking words, 
There's that again. CDL stage four map update by CDL Intel. Standoff has been added to the search and destroy rotation with checkmate being removed. So apparently a lot of people wanted Miami out. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like, I still think it's fucking bonkers that you're able to see somebody cross map and they're teeny tiny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have no idea how you see them from that far away and it's dark as fuck outside. Yeah. I don't get it. But hey, that's why they're pros and I'm not. All right, Will. Let's talk about probably one of the biggest events of the in the year taking place in esports. Valorant Masters in Reykjavik, Iceland. Mm-hmm. The first ever international LAN for Valorant esports. No fans, I believe, were in attendance, but all the teams were that got invited, all in person. There were a lot of technical difficulties during the streams, but regardless, the event happened. Will, I'm going to go through the results for you, okay? Okay. In ninth and 10th place, the Crazy Raccoons and Shark Esports. Great names. In seventh and eighth, we had X10 Esports and Crew Esports. In fifth, six, we had Team Vikings. Funny, kind yeah. of ironic, you know? Right. And then also, version one, one of the NA teams. One of the two NA teams. There you go, fifth, six. That's where the second one ended up. In fourth place, the first EU team to be knocked out, Team Liquid. In third place, the Korean Phenoms in New Turn. In second place, the hotly contested matchup came back. EU versus NA. It was the EU team Fnatic taking place second, which means the first place winners who went undefeated throughout the entire event, closing with a 3-0, very close. I mean... Map one, map two, both overtimes. Map three, very close to being overtime. But a 3-0 victory over Fnatic. Again, having a perfect, didn't drop a single map tournament. Sentinels. Will, Mm -hmm. you texted me. Yeah. And you said you were paying attention to version one. You haven't been paying much attention to Sentinels. Mm -hmm. That's okay. And I told you that Sentinels are arguably the best team in the world. For now. For now. But they are arguably the best team in the world. Mm -hmm. Before, before any, before we were near the finals. Did you know that V1 was playing with a stand-in too? They were. The fact that they made it that fucking far. Right. Like their mate, one of their players, and apparently this this player has had issues his whole career, not a, being able to get visas. He was a CS player as well. Same. So, I don't know. Do you drop him? Because like, if this is a historical thing, he played out of his mind too. He, the, he's a great player. Yep. Like, who do you who do you go with? Do you go with your stand-in now, or do you go with back to your normal player who can't get a visa anywhere? That's crazy too, because like you said, he's a stand-in who came in for this event, and they placed that well. Yeah. These are these are the best teams right now in the world. Yeah. 
Because this is this is every Valorant uh, region, every Valorant region competing. Every Valorant region was invited. Yep. So these are literally at right now the best Valorant teams in the world, and they had a stand-in, and they made it that far. I think he's sick with them. The the, the ceiling is too high. Like I, yeah. in a good way. Like the the, the ceiling is so is so much higher now that with the stand-in think about if you can just get the chemistry even further locked down they'd right. be insane and you saw some i mean there were some maps where we flubbed timing on post plants mm-hmm. and if you just get that down if you you know t- tidy up the mistakes and this is also the first time these teams have played each other in this type of setting yes it is so things might change strategies might be figured out new strategies might evolve but It is what it is right now. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, all I know is that Sentinels, whoever runs the social media account, whoever runs the Sentinels Twitter account deserves a raise. After the first map in that grand final. Yeah. So it went to overtime, right? Sentinels obviously came out on top. After game one, after map one, their Sentinel's Twitter account tweeted out, uh, uh, finally a challenge or something like that because they were dominating the entire tournament. No one could touch them. Yeah. They, they, I think they easily two owed Fnatic into the loser's bracket like earlier on in the tournament. So like they were, they were just insane. And then, like I said, Fnatic, you talked about the wild earlier on in the show and being able to clutch that game seven, right? That's what Sentinels were able to do in those overtime rounds. They were able to clutch out that, the, the, because you need to win by two rounds in competitive, in, in a tournament and competitive, you need to win by two rounds. Yeah. Um, so rounds go to 13. If both teams make it to 12, you need to win by two. Okay, there you go. So, and and they switch sides every round. That goes into overtime. So, attack, defense. It's just Sentinels were able to clutch it up when it was needed most in those scenarios and win those maps. And when the third map was taking place, I'm just thinking to myself, because we're like, they had, I think it was map two, actually. They were down by like eight rounds or something like that. And in the post game interview and in the post match interview, they asked and they're like, what the fuck was going through your head? Like, obviously they didn't say fuck, but like what was going through your head during that when you were down by so much and having to fight back in that and winning the map in overtime. And he goes, well, we just don't think of it like that. We, we just think of it like we're just going to take it round by round. We know we can win. We know we're better. So we just need to capitalize and do it. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what they did. They took it round by round, winning ecos when they needed to, and winning an OT when it mattered. And when that third map happened, when it was so close to going into overtime, I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is, wow. But they were just able to capitalize. They are, right now, they are the best team in the world. And this is, this is a historic moment. Now I know you did mention this is the first time they've ever all played each other. 
So obviously strats are going to change. Obviously team changes may change. Like what's going to happen leading up to Berlin because the Berlin's the next event. But the thing that I loved at the, at the post-match interview was uh, it went to tens who is a young phenom. He's unbelievably good. And he, he literally said uh, now who knows how much of this is true, but I'm going to take him for his word because it's him saying it. But he said, uh, no, I, I love these guys. I genuinely love these guys. It's the best team I've ever been on. And I don't see myself ever leaving because the big question was if, if 10, if tens proves himself here, who's going to scoop him up? Like, is somebody going to buy him out? Sure. But if he genuinely loves where he's at, that just makes me happy because he's phenomenal. Like that whole team's fucking great, but man, what an event. That event was fantastic. Oh, lands are cool. Um, so Bracken and VODs are all included in the show notes, but I also want to shout out the uh, duality lore cinematic that they posted during the grand finals as well. It's uh, really good. It's really good. And this leads into that player card that people can get from redeeming the code. Um, so yeah, go fucking check that out. Yeah, uh, again, Valorant, the next major LAN event is taking place in Berlin. Um, and Sentinels with winning Reykjavik, they lock in their spot to champions later on in the year. So they're officially locked in. They don't need to necessarily worry, but they want to win every time, obviously, but they don't need to worry about having their spot. It's solidified now. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But Fnatic are no fucking slouch either. They are no slouch. But what does version one do? Do you keep the standing? I would, I'd honestly have to talk to that other player. If I, if I was looking at this team from like a GM perspective, like this is an international esport. If you cannot get out of NA to compete, what's the point? Exactly. What, what are we going to do for you? Like, what are we going to do? He becomes the bench player, bring in the new guy, I guess. I agree. I agree that he literally proved himself in this, in a fifth, sixth placing at the first international land for this esport where he was a stand-in. Yeah. I don't think you could have proved yourself any further than that. Obviously, winning it would have been a whole other story, but the fact is you beat some of the best. You beat the best teams from other regions in the world to get this fix, this fifth, sixth placing with a stand-in. Yep. That says something to me. That says something to me. So, Will, that's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. Which means it's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailers and other games too. And Oren, um, I'm saying, and other games too. There. Oh. During the uh, community play date, mm-hmm. he genuinely did not know what I was saying. <laughs> he said that he would pause the show. And try to figure it out. Huh. So now he knows. I mean, we told him during the play. I thought it was really fucking funny, but. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I go. played Valorant, Rock Band, and Diablo 3. There you go. What about you, Josh? Did you do any singing in Rock Band? 
Of course. That's what okay, I do. okay, but you didn't before. That's why I asked. Remember? What do you mean? You said you, you had a singer lined up. Oh. But the singer didn't show, but last, you didn't sing either. Last week. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to make sure you got your singing in. Oh, yeah. I was solo at home alone, and I, I, I just ripped out the microphone. and Dude, I don't know what happened Friday night. Oh, God. But I was hitting notes I had never hit before. Oh, like he was, I was going in. I was feeling myself. So were you feeling this? I I played that song <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um and Great yes, song. I uh I was introduced to Diablo 3. I was over at a buddy's yesterday yes. and he wanted to play Halo, could not find his MCC disc. So I mean, hey, that's good for you though. We played <laughs> We played Diablo 3. You uh you also did D D. Yeah, yeah. We did D D Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? It's going. Yeah, did you kill any ghosts? Not yet. You're you're not busting, 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 busting makes me feel good. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, our we have, in my opinion, we have too big of a party. It okay. took us an hour and a half to get through one round of combat. Holy with fuck! There's like there's like seven there's like eight of us and five enemies. Whoa and that's uh, a long time yeah so you know one person's out of the campaign as la- this was their last session last time okay so um, do you kill their player or does their player become like an npc i'm voting for the kill but um and if if nothing because like it's weird because they were in the middle of combat with us when we stopped mm. right now they're not going to be here next session we're still in that combat they had a stroke yeah, or I might just kill them myself. There you go. Yeah, just take take it upon yourself yeah. and just you know. It's kind of funny because I'd like to roll for initiative, please. Yeah. <laughs> so there's to explain in our campaign. I just hit the mic with my hat, by the way. Yeah, so yes. we, I had another moment. Go um, ahead. There's like different factions, right? Like yes. Um, and. This faction came in dead orbit future war cult. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> And this this character that's now gone is part of a separate faction than what I am in. And she kind of came in to our party and, like, tried bossing us around. And me and a couple of the other... Well, because she's, like, a high-up military person in this other oh, faction, sure. right? So that's yeah. the character she was playing. Okay. So uh, when she came in, me and two other players were in-game drinking, but literally drinking at the table. And we we just went off. We're like, ah, what the fuck are you to come in here and boss us around? So, like, we already have this disdain for her. So I could just, like, sword to the throat. So he finally gets offer. Yep, and then and then uh, her boss is there too. His name's Rupert, and we just fucking hate him. So we we fucking been, Rupert. We've been trying to like secretly kill him for the last two sessions, but he's never like alone or by himself. Just gotta get him alone. Yep. I believe in you. Yeah, yeah, I think you can make it happen. Go for the double. Yeah, go for the double in the next session. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, what's up? Welcome. He says, "Hey, oh, someone say Diablo." Yes. Diablo. Uh, yep, that's why. How far did you get? Uh, we killed the Skeleton King. Okay. And we played not... Act so, one, I think? Pretty much. I could be completely wrong I mean, and you get, like... It starts off with the three difficulties, right? Like, yeah. basically, easy, hard, or easy, medium, hard. They're not called that. Right, and then you have the torment levels after. Right, after you beat it. Yes. So we started on the hardest level we could. Okay. And still got that far. Yeah. So I felt pretty good about myself. The game... I. <laughs> I don't want to take away from your feeling of being good, but like the game is not that hard. No, it's not. 
But but the fact we like I'm a newbie to it didn't know. What oh the yeah, hell the I fact that you started out on that too is good. So yeah, yeah, good job, good job, winner. Good times. Hell yeah. All right, what'd you play? I played some Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction. I'm almost at the end of the game. I played some Final Fantasy 14. I killed Fantasy General Grievous. So I'm not lying, Will, when I say that. I thought you'd like this reference. So for those who don't know, General Grievous is a Star Wars character who has yeah. four lightsabers. And General Kenobi. I fucking love and hate him at the same time because he's amazing and he's stupid. But so General Grievous has four lightsabers and he probably has more than that. But like one of the scenes, he has four lightsabers and he's spinning them around. Um, so I killed fantasy General Grievous because there's a primal in that game who has four swords. And like, I'm not kidding. When he first showed up, I'm like, oh my God, that's literally fantasy General Grievous. Yeah. Like, holy shit hilarious it was really funny and then i fought dragon so that was really cool and then uh valorant because you didn't put this on there but we played val with the boys we did me you and dave we did val with the boys i'm not good at that game i've been realizing since the this tournament yeah like there's uh, games are just getting harder and harder Uh oh like people are like more people are back on it's it's tough uh Let's see. Rage says halfway through act one. That's where Skeleton King is. He says uh, highest level is Torment, but there's 13 levels of Torment for whatever reason. Because you just got to get that loot. Yep. Got to keep getting harder, keep getting that bigger loot. Yeah, I still love Valorant. I need one more skin to have a skin for every weapon. Um, It's a shorty, I think. Does a shorty have skins? I thought every weapon has skins. I mean, you'd think so, yeah. It's got to be there somewhere. Pretty sure. That's all I played. All right. That's it. It's one time. Time for some shout <laughs> Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. It was a fun time. Uh, we played some MCC. We did some Halo 1 customs to please Stylos. It was genuinely a fun time. It was it was, it was was fun and funny. Um, then we did some matchmaking, if I'm not mistaken. So that was a fun time too. Uh, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Dave with the 13 month motherfucking resub and Conan XD with the underscore with a follow as well. Thank you guys so much. Happy belated birthday to Royal two and Dinashawn or Dinashawn. I probably mispronounce it every fucking time, but either way, happy belated birthday. And then today, happy birthday to Nated. That's red. Um, and then before we get into the, the final shout out, I have a, a second shout, a, another shout out here. Uh, shout out to just Josh on getting his smoke detectors replaced. So we get no more beeping anymore in the community play date. So that's pretty rad. Thank God. Um, no, that's good. Want you to be safe. And finally shout out to Fletch in the halo community for raising $22,615 Towards the motor, motor, motor neuron disease association or MNDA. And this is a statement from Fletch himself. He states, wow, words cannot begin to describe how full my heart has been over the past couple of days. Initially, I was uncertain whether or not we'd hit our initial goal of $5,000. Any amount raised was going to make a tremendous difference towards key research to find a cure for a terrible and incurable disease. However, the Halo community did what it does best and banded together 
to show we're the greatest community out there. Whether you donated, sat in the stream for countless hours, spread the word to your friends and family, thank you. I know I've always been in such a privileged position to this community, and the experiences I've had over the years were nothing but a dream as a child, but this was on another level. We also had countless people come in to tell their stories and experience with MND, and to those who did, thank you. This is just as much about spreading the word and fighting this war on all fronts, and that's exactly what you did. To the content creators who took part in the event, you all know how much you mean to me, and even though it's been communicated privately, the community should know that their tenacity, talents, and teamwork were the key driving force to make sure that we took this ambitious 24-hour stream to the stars and back. I love you all, and I'll forever be indebted to you all. Everyone from 343, the fans, the community, and content creators give 117%. But with that said, the fight's not over. MND risks developing in 1 in 300 people. It affects people's ability to walk, talk, and breathe. It's time this comes to an end. MND kills a third of people within a year and more than half within two, thirds, within two years of diagnosis. It's a long road ahead, but I just want to express my sincere gratitude to you all. Once again, thank you, and I'll see you on the battlefield, Spartans. Believe. Fletch from Ultimate Halo. So yeah, I really wanted to include that shout out in here. Uh, Fletch, to you and all the content creators that did this, thank you all so much. Uh, to all that donated, thank you all so much as well. Um, and Fletch, you're right. The fight never ends. So keep the communications going. Well, that's it for the shout outs for the community creations this week. I just have a couple halo memes every day, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash halo memes and clips of the week. Number one Oh seven by high tech redneck. Go ahead and check out that out as well. Also late impromptu shout out, shout out to Beth because uh, she had one of her first videos reaching a thousand views the other day Very on nice. YouTube. Very nice. Congratulations, Beth. That's fucking rad. Well, that's it for the community creations that I have for this week. Therefore, would you mind plugging the show? If you're here live but don't want to be here live, listen on the audio platforms, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. <laughs> the f- Pocket Cast. What the fuck was that? That's you people who are listening. If you're here live find, but you don't want to be here live. Or you can't be here live. That's a better one. That's what I should have said. Maybe you hate seeing our faces. I love being here live, but I fucking hate it too. Fuck this place. You can listen. On your I'm going to watch live platform. and also listen to the fucking podcast services. Hell yeah. If you're listening to the audio version and would like to be here live, twitch.tv slash HGS Pro Talk. Be here June 13th, 1130 a.m. Central Time, where we're going to have Oren from Podcast Evolved. Be here or be square. And you're square because you're not around. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Lots of great things going on over there as always. Lots of people talking about whatever you need. But no geometrical puns yet. Because now that I've said that, I bet they're going to be in there. Bring it on. Um, Join the Xbox Club or Spartan Company or don't. Uh, We're on social media, Twitter, (laughs) Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you want to include Twitch. I never know if Twitch is social media or not. Technically, it can be. There's chatting functionality. There's events you can set up. Fuck it. Twitch. 
Yeah. Check out our website, hsport.com, link to merch in there. And then the wonderful people at Podcast Evolved, don't forget to check out halopodcast.com, your home for Halo. It is. As always, lore, missions, books, blocks, top Halo news stories on all their shows. Find it at halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo. Josh, send us off. Will Rage said, don't be such a square. You're right. I'll be a triangle. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for episode 185 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. If you're listening to the audio version of this show, I want to thank you very much for watching. If you're watching live right now on HCS Pro Talk, uh, at Twitch, Jesus fucking Christ, twitch.tv forward slash HCS Pro Talk, or, 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 if you're watching the VOD, either on twitch.tv forward slash HCS Pro Talk, or, or, or on youtube.com forward slash HCS Pro Talk, because that exists. Or, or, or on HCSProTalk.com. Because the VOD is, I post it there too. So you can go there and watch the VOD if you're, if you're not at all interested. Um, Maddie asks, did you know a mathematician farmer usually uh, plow his fields with a pro Tractor. Ladies and gentlemen, with that absolutely god awful pun. Ha! Got him! <laughs> Ray just typed got him in the chat. Why? Oh my god! <laughs> Are we really. That is like. I feel that that meme is now the definition of a boomer meme. It is. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't remember the last time I heard somebody say that. That's why I had to bring it back. Oh, my God. It's With like a lot of the, the Vine stuff. Like, that's that's old people stuff now. Free That Vine was amazing. Come on down to the Del Taco. You get a free, 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 free Road work ahead. Yeah. I sure hope it does. With that, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to actually do Fuck it for you. Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I set him off. Let's I go. fucking love that shit. Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget Natana's favorite. What? Chipotle is my life. Chipotle. Oh my God, dude. Holy fuck. I had a, I had a tear. I had a literal tear forming in my eye. Good. 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 Oh my God. I think we should probably close it out now. <laughs> oh, now you do. Yeah, now no. you think it's an appropriate time to close out the show. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Go, okay. Never mind. No, keep going. no. Keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? How far back do we want to go with the memes right now? Oh, God. Mm. Hmm? Mm. We're thinking double rainbow all the way. Charlie.
Kitty Mountain Charlie. That was like the origination oh, of YouTube, man. man. It's a long time ago. Jesus. That was a long time ago. Numa Numa guy. You know that, that we're actually older than Google? Is that crazy to think? What? No. Are we? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. 91? Holy shit, rolled as shit. When was Google created? Oh, shit. What is it? Maybe it was YouTube. Google came out, in, yeah, August 1996. We were born 91. Yeah, we're yeah. older than Google. We are older than Google. Fuck me. Mm. These fucking Zoomers. <laughs> Didn't know what life was like before Google. What were you, dad? Like four? Yeah, fuck you. YouTube came out in 2005. That's crazy. That's, if you go back and look at some of the, uh, like, like, some of the original screenshots of what YouTube used to look like. I think there's a web archive of like, you can literally see what YouTube used to look like in its original state. It's crazy how far we've come. It's just, it's genuinely crazy. Uh, Rage says, oof, so am I. Uh, Maddie <laughs> says, back in, back in my day, we used the Dewey Decimo system. Fucking boomer. Holy shit. I don't think I ever did. I don't think we ever used that. I did in grade school. I, I did. Did you? Yeah. I didn't think we did. Where did you go to, to elementary in, in, school? In uh, Crestview. I don't think Hillside used it. Granted, I'm an idiot. Like I can't think that far back. I remember recess and shit. I don't remember the library. I remember scholastic book fairs because those were dope as shit, but I don't remember like. Oh my God. This is what YouTube used to look the like. The library. Look at that. Yeah. How insane yeah, I is that? I remember that. Isn't that insane? Oh, Charlie bit my finger. You already sold that shit as an NFT? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully people downloaded that because it, it apparently now that it's been purchased, it like needs to be removed from the internet. So you can't like view it unless you already had it downloaded or saved, or if you buy the NFT. Oh, fuck. So all of our favorite memes are gonna go away. Yeah, it's stupid. I think the the chick like the 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 girlfriend one, like the the clingy girlfriend or whatever the fuck meme that is. Oh, he, she sold her. She sold that as an the, NFT. Like the wide eyed. Like. Yeah. Yep. She sold that as an NFT. I know that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's more control over the internet. The the girl who is in the meme picture of the of her making like a sinister looking face in front of the house fire? burning, yeah. she sold that as an NFT. The fucking world we live in, folks. Unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if anyway, go ahead. I'm you just, should I'm literally curious. just like switch this to the after show on the live show, even though I haven't even closed out the audio show yet, because we talked about we just, just kept going to shit. Oh, whoa. Press some buttons. My bad. You don't need to stop it. We're good. If you're listening to the audio version of the uh, show, welcome to flashback Monday. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. This is weird. It's almost 9 PM central. We're delusional now. What the fuck are you looking up? My, 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 
Something in particular. Numa Numa Yay. Numa Numa Yay. Numa 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 Yay. Wasn't that like one of the original vids too? I don't know. Don't sue me. Don't DMCA me, please. Huh. I'm literally confused as to what you're looking for. Well, I'm looking for uh, a old YouTube channel. Oh. Good luck to you on that front. Yeah, it's not happening. All right. Should we actually close out the show? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Get out of here. All right. Well, I hope you guys liked uh, looking back on Memory Lane. Remember chocolate rain? Bum, 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 bum. What was that? Tay Zonday? Is that his name? I'm pretty sure. Kelly came back with like the the redo of shoes or whatever the fuck. Remember that? Yeah. God. What a world we live in. <clears throat> the leave Britney alone. Holy shit. We have seen a lot of stuff on YouTube, my friend. Lots and lots. YouTube, what a wonderful but shitty website. <laughs> I mean, realistically, right? Same with Twitch. It's a wonderful but shitty website. Um, because once the advertisers come in, womp, womp. Ladies and gentlemen, this is actually, are we done? Like, are we good? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to actually do it for episode 185 of HTS Pro Talk. Again, if you're still listening to the audio version of the show, like I said, I hope you enjoyed looking back on old shit, but thank you very much for listening. It is greatly appreciated wherever you happen to listen to the show. We hope you enjoy it. Um, if you're watching us live on Twitch, hello. It's me you're looking for. <laughs> um, obviously it was because you clicked on the fucking channel. So there's that. But no, again, if you're tuning in live, thank you so much for tuning in live, taking time out of your day, regardless of how you're listening, where you're listening, taking time out of your day to listen or watch the show. It's greatly appreciated. And like Will said, if you want to keep the discussions going, join the Discord. You can also tweet at us, whatever you'd like to do. We'll respond. We're there. I promise. I won't leave you hanging. Well, unless you're an absolute asshole, in which case I probably will. But that's besides the point. Don't take it personally. Just don't be an asshole. Guys, it's going to do it from us. Next week is our E3 2021 preview. Yeah. Well, we're probably not just going to talk about Halo. A lot of it's going to be Halo related because we have to speculate like a motherfucker here. But... Who knows what else is going to be unveiled? Very excited. And then a week after that, we have not only our live watch along and reaction to the press conference uh, alongside Oren from Podcast Evolved is joining us. We also have the post-show breakdown where we'll be on the Blue Team stream. And then obviously on Monday, we will have probably our typical show. So... Lots of HGS Pro Talk content coming your way. So stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for us. We'll catch you next week. But until then, bye-bye! <laughs>